Warning, this podcast is solely based on smut books. The definition of smut is a story that includes one or more sexually explicit scenes. This is a warning for all listeners to proceed with caution. There will be explicit content, sex talk, and triggering subjects. We will provide a trigger warning before each episode. This podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Smut Sluts. We're your hosts. I'm Tisha. And I'm Corey. Welcome back to our podcast. Okay. We're something doing something new. different. <laughs> Who are we? Who are we? So we are doing the top five chirps of the year of the books that we've read in 2022. I am really excited to do this. I'm really glad we have this talk. And like, yeah. we were at work and we're like, we don't want to do another book review. Let's do something different. It's, this is going to be the last episode for the year. Yep. Let's go out with a bang. Yeah. Literally. Literally. This is <laughs> sex talk. And that's it. Just chirp, 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 chirp. Ooh, I'm excited. Like, we have read so many books this year mm-hmm. that there were so many scenes to discuss, like, to try to go back and remember them all. And, like, which yeah. one did I get the horniest from? Yeah, because we were writing them down at work, mind you. <laughs> like, what one? And then when we were just recording, it starts with us. I went, oh, I forgot about that scene. I got to add that mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. you guys are getting top five plus a bonus. <laughs> so there's six for each of us. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to go into a little detail with them. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I think it's like refreshing to take a break Mm -hmm. and talk about this because who doesn't want to hear about chirp scenes it's so true like what got you in the mood like we want to hear yours too so like dm us tell us like seriously tell us what scene did it for you and if it's a book we haven't read we'll read it and maybe we'll review it so tell us Please. I would love it. I, I, any book that like gets you going is so amazing. As long as it has a good plot too. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind like the short novellas where they're just like sex. Like those are really good too. Mm-hmm. But you either have to have a vibrator or a partner. I feel like you yeah. can't just do it. I don't understand like me being single, how to read. I think I'm scared to read a smart book right now because I don't know how I would handle it. Niagara Falls. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be the ocean, the Pacific Ocean at this point. <laughs> I just thought of the Bloodhound being sung. The bad touch, do you know what I'm talking about? No. He's like, what does he say? The motion of the ocean, baby, or something I like that. I need the motion of the ocean in the my ocean life. The ocean needs some motion. It's going to be bad. What did you say last week that they're going to need a snorkel? Snorkel. (laughs) Whoever you have sex with, I'm going to buy them a snorkel and a little red flag or white flag. I surrender. I don't think it should be a snorkel. I think it should be scuba Scuba gear. You're going to need the oxygen. (laughs) We've quoted that movie twice today now. I wipe my own ass. Scuba Steve. Okay, maybe it is time for some Big Daddy. Oh my god. Big Daddy. <laughs> oh yeah. Only if his name's Cass, right? Oh yeah. Daddy Cass is the only man in my life I think that I would ever call Daddy. And Daddy's aid. Okay, did you, two. Did you see H.D. Carlton's post yes. of Addie and freaking Zaid? Yes. Oh my god. It was literally perfect. Yeah. People have been asking if they're going to do those into TV series. And Please I think... share. Post. Huh? What happened? Oh. The post? What happened on it? I don't know. The... She put out like oh, artwork. <laughs> I was like, what? Bria's interjecting. <laughs> she put out like um, the artwork of yeah. what Zade and Addie would look like, like that what she pictured in her head as Zade and Addie. It was 
perfect. Perfect. But people, so on that note, people have been like, when are they going to do TV shows for it? Like, I would love to see it. They would ruin it. I don't know if I could handle a TV show that dark. I could probably handle it. (laughs) I could. (laughs) I've watched a lot of fucked up shit. How fucked up is fucked up? Pretty fucked up. I would be okay with it because I feel like... I would be okay with it with the storyline, mm-hmm. but how do you create a character? You, there is nobody that could play Zade. No, no. Like, I literally don't have an actor in mind. Mm-mm. I think it would get ruined. Mm. What's his name from the Vampire Diaries? Ian Summerhalder? No. Yes. No. Him with like a scar. He's and like too a- tiny. I'm sorry. He doesn't do it. Okay. For me. I guess he is. Zade's supposed to be like stupidly massive. How, like. Somebody tall and bulky and then scary. I don't know. I don't either. All right. It's a mystery. Let's jump into it. Let's get sex talk (laughs) instead of this talk. All right. We're going to go in reverse order. So we're going to go from number six to number one. What our number one scene was. You got it. So I'll start. Yeah. I want you to go first. My number six is the club scene in Sicko. I thought it was your number one. No, you got to go this way. That's what I just did, sis. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm fucking it up. Okay. So the club scene in Sicko, it's when that fucking, I don't even remember names, dude. No. Oh. The the stepdad. Yeah. The dad. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. I think his name's Kyle. Probably. But we don't know it's Kyle yet. I think he goes by like John or something like that. (laughs) Anyways, he takes her to the sex club and she goes into the dark room. Oh my My God. It It sounds like you're farting. I am not farting on camera. (laughs) I won't. That is one. With that face you were making too. (laughs) Anyways, I'm trying to talk about sex. Quit foot farting. (laughs) My foot just wanted to say hi. (laughs) Okay. So it's when they go to the sex club and she gets put in a dark room and it's two guys and they are fucking her in a little three something she has no idea who they are it's pitch black i don't know why this scene was so hot to me but it got me tripping like a motherfucker this scene was really hot it just didn't do it for me like it did for you i, think I it's love like that the you mystery did. aspect of it like you're a little more of like a Freaky freak. freak. Yeah. I think I am, but I just haven't got to experience it. So maybe that is like me and Nick did like a blindfold thing and I told him whatever he wants. And it was seriously so hot. <laughs> like, I think that's just like my thing. That's I don't know. King. It was, it was. <sighs> Can I say this is going to come out probably multiple times through this episode, but I love the fact that reading smut can find you new kinks. Like, oh yeah. There are so many, obviously this should be with somebody you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Not right off the bat. Hopefully, if not, whatever. Priest introduced me to the ice cube stuff. (laughs) This is why I'm scared to read smut because I don't have a partner to be like, you want to try this? So you just need to open it up with that. Just be like, hey, my name's Corey and I really want to get kinky. Are you down for that? (laughs) They're going to be like, I don't know. I would need to have some tequila involved. (laughs) I need liquid courage for that because I'm too shy of a person to be like, hey, I read this in a book. (laughs) Will you try it with me? Will you chain me to your ceiling? (laughs) Will you happen in MK? Mm-hmm. Just like this. <laughs> she, my sister's behind the She's camera like, like ah. the fuck is wrong with you guys? But really, like there's so much you could do, like fucking in front of the mirror. 
I've tried that, did not love it. But I'm I don't love my body. You love your body, so that's so I could be different for you. (laughs) Me, I was like, ew. But then you still have those like, is that really what my stomach looks like? A fucking beach swell? No, thank you. And when you're like bent over like that, it like all your organs like hang. Do you know what I'm saying? But I also like my titties, so I would be like, (laughs) I. I feel like it would be something good for you. Me? Like, this is so TMI, but we're beyond the point (laughs) of it. Like, I personally love watching somebody suck on my titties. Like, you're a voyeur. Voyeurism? Voyeurism? I don't want somebody else watching me. I like it myself. Like, so you're an exhibitionist. You like to watch? Maybe. I couldn't handle somebody I, like, had feelings for fuck somebody else oh no like i don't know it just is like a turn on and then i don't this is very titties (laughs) like you wanted me i that that was really personal (laughs) i mean we've talked about all the things growing up on penises dusty stick (laughs) titty sucking (laughs) snorkels okay Cobwebs. I still have cobwebs if nobody can tell from my conversation. I hope by the time this episode comes out, those cobwebs have been cleared. Please. (laughs) It's going to have to be a minute. (laughs) At least with like a battery operated boyfriend. That, yeah, that's more likely to put a little swiffer on. (laughs) Does the cobwebs while 360. Don't do that. <laughs> do you think it would tickle? Uh, no, it would. Uh-uh. No, because then it would have plastic. It's no. like infection waiting to happen. I will just stick with a, a vibrator. <laughs> the, not even like a dildo vibrator. Like just the bullet. Just the bullet. Like I don't. Just the tip. Maria looks like she's gonna throw up. <laughs> we just you should be away. used to this by now, sis. <laughs> this shouldn't be shit from what comes out of my mouth at the house. <laughs> What I say is way worse than that. (laughs) Okay, what's your number 16? Priests with the sacred oils, dude. (laughs) When they're getting on in the church and they go to his office and he puts the oils on her ass and just fucks her in her ass, like, I... That is, like, such taboo. I love it. Like, I think I need a dominant man who's not afraid to take charge because I think out of all of my scenes, that is the number one thing is just do what you want with me and make me come and I'm good. (laughs) And, but I also have an anal kink. 100%. I could see that from you. 100%. I do. Jesus, this is Again, it comes with the comfortability with people. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go and fuck somebody for the first time and let them fuck me in my ass. Like, (laughs) but this scene to me was just so downright raw filthy. Yeah. Like it was like, you filthy bitch. Like, holy fuck. I was chirping. I don't, I think that that scene I don't think any of the scenes really in that book did it for me but that was because I struggled with the book yeah where you were more into it yeah you had more of a problem with the god complex Mm -hmm. is that the right way the complex of it or just the god in general I don't have a god complex god Corey fuck off (laughs) I'm a very humble person (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> but you struggled with the religion aspect of it, mm-hmm. and I was able to understand it a little bit more. Like you yeah. were more standoffish, offish with it. But I think for me, I don't. I think it was with this scene. It was holy shit it's it is taboo this is a forbidden aspect to it Mm -hmm. you're using sacred bejesus oil (laughs) for a lube can you pass me the sacred bejesus oil (laughs) i think this author sierra smong right Mm -hmm. in the second one if you've read the second one they it's about a nun and his brother and they're fucking in a kitchen, and he used straight up fucking oil, like cooking oil for oh the loot. Oh my loop. gosh, no. But it just sounds so slick and ready to go. <laughs> sounds like it would be so good. It, it sounds... It's would like, you like some cake with that oil? <laughs> can I'll I have my cake and eat it too? <laughs> nice buns, hun. So I would have to say that's my number six. That Going down the line, I feel like that's where... I, it starts for me and mm-hmm. it just progresses as it goes. Okay. <laughs> Number five for me is praise the rotating bed at the very end. I don't like, I don't know why. Cause I would never do it like Mm-mm. in my real life. No, but the thought of people watching mm-hmm. gets me going. And I would never, ever, ever, ever do that. I'm no. way too self-conscious. And what happens in the bedroom is between me and Nick. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I tell you about it all the time and apparently all of our <laughs> listeners. But I would never want someone to ever watch us. But reading about it? Right. Uh-huh. I think that's the fun part about smut where people, you know, smut's come a long way. Mm-hmm. It used to be shamed it used to be frowned upon if you read smut it was essentially you're reading porno and i mean we're still reading porn but the times have changed we're more open to it Mm -hmm. so what you read in a book yeah you might not do it in real life but you're still sucked into a story you're still part of the characters you're essentially are the characters because you're in their brain when they're reading you know you're the character so i agree with you this scene to me so hot. Yeah. Cause she shoves a straight up butt plug up his ass <laughs> and they fucking go for it. And I, it, it, this book did it. Yeah. It, it was did. so fucking good. It, it was, it was like, mm-hmm. wow. 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 It was a good one. She did really good with these two books. I've read the first two. I need to finish them, but it was like a, okay. I need to go to the shower. Yep. Yeah. It was, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. My next one is the whole book because it's a novella and it's just a smut novella. There's straight. Yeah. So it's scream for us. And I would have to say melt for us is really good too. Yeah. And I have to go into a little bit. This, it's not even just a scene. It's the entirety of the book. Uh The masks and the, um, What's the right word? The possessiveness. No, like the secretive. Oh you yeah, like I mean? the secret identity type. She yeah. doesn't know who she's fucking the whole book. They have masks on the whole time until the end, and yeah. it's just like holy fuck. And but not only God, you have a horror thing. Like 100%. you love horror movies, and yeah. these were literal masks from horror movies. Yeah. it was. I got awkward in parts where she was like, "Fuck me, Jason," and I was just like, "I couldn't like, be Ghostface." Yeah, like <laughs> that's not to me. Like I don't know, but the whole book was just so sexy Mm -hmm. and then you go into the second one and it's not I think there's five of them so it's a five sum yeah because there's four dudes I thought there was three dudes Uh, I thought there was Jason oh wait there's Michael Ghostface Jason I already said Jason 
Okay. Say Jason again. Jason. <laughs> Jason, Michael, Ghostface. There's one more, I think. I swear there's five because there's two dudes. Maybe there's three. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Those it's are been just a the three that I remember. There could be. I can't remember because it's been... And doesn't... 22. Sorry, this is random. This Mm-mm. Doesn't Varos do the audiobook for yes, this? Yes, and I'm going to touch on that. Okay. Because... Have you listened to it? No. Okay. It, it makes me nervous. Oh, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to get into this in a I've second. I've little clips of it, and I've thought about downloading it, but I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but the second one... We've talked about this with reading Try Six Venom by Penelope Douglas, which is a girl-on-girl book, a female-female book. Mm-hmm. And I've read male-male books. I My preference is male-male. You prefer... You would more likely read a female-female mm-hmm. over a male-male. For what... I, I really think it's my anal kink <laughs> because <laughs> it's anal at this point. Uh-huh. And in these books, the dudes fuck each other while the other two dudes are tag-teaming her. And holy mother of God. <laughs> like, the fucking chirping I did in this book, like, my panties were wet. <laughs> it was insane. Like, and for an author to be able to do that, yeah. good job. Right? Because in such a short book, too. Yeah. So, now let's talk about the audiobook. So, if you guys don't know who Veros is, go listen to him. He's got an amazing voice. He does some... It's uh, honestly uncomfortable at times because I... He, <laughs> like, moans... I was going to moan, but I can't. Oh, yeah, daddy. I can't. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's how you moan. I, that, that to me is a little too personal. But um, I was cleaning my house, and uh, with audiobooks, you can't. Hearing the sex scenes to me in an audiobook is uncomfortable because that's something like in your head, it's in your own head. You're not listening to it. It's not, it's like you're not watching it pretty much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you're listening to it, it's somebody else reading you the story and telling you the moans, the sounds. It'd be like me reading a book to you. That would be no. so weird. So I was cleaning my house. I was home alone, home alone listening to this. And I was blushing. Like I looked in the mirror and I was like a fucking cherry tomato blushing <laughs> because it was so sen- sexual. Like the way that he portrays it and reads it is just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> so if you haven't and you want to hear it, I highly recommend him for audiobooks. I wish and I hope that he does more. But listen to him with caution. Don't listen to him in your car because I've heard too many horror stories when somebody <laughs> else gets in your car and he's like, he was penetrating my pussy and it's like, but it's like a he was penetrating my pussy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I tried to do a Veros moan. That did not go well. No. <laughs> Leave it to him. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So number four for me is, this isn't even a sex scene. It's not. But holy fuck, it got me going. In NK, the very first one. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the first I one. I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. it's when she is just kind of getting to know the guys. They yeah. go to Archer's first fight and still takes MK into the bathroom and they don't fuck but they do some oral and stuff and finger fucking finger fucking and oh my god my maybe it's the public place thing again like never in my personal life like there's a very slim chance that or a very high chance that somebody's gonna walk in that bathroom when they're doing what Mm -hmm. they're doing and just that like thought of getting caught it, I, I don't know. turn on. Oh, my God. I agree with you with the 
being in public and being a turn on like that. Like, I think I would be, if I had an adventurous partner, I don't think I would be opposed to doing weird, crazy shit. You know, depending, because nowadays you can get in trouble for a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, But I used to think the same thing, and Nick is a very adventurous partner, and my anxiety just shuts that down. Like, no, oh my God, what if I get caught? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it freaks me out. But, like, the idea of it... Turns you on? Yeah. Yeah. And I know you have high anxiety, so I hope that you could overcome that and, like, get adventurous. Oh, if I have the right partner who makes me feel comfortable, that's a big thing for me in my sex life. Mm -hmm. If I don't feel comfortable with you, it's not going to happen the way that I talk. Like, I'm a very open person about my sex shit. Like, I... The shit that comes out of my mouth on the podcast is nothing compared to real life. <laughs> like, it's true. I mean, it is, but it's not because we have way broader conversations off the podcast and I'm open about that. So people assume that I'm open with sex. I'm a kind of a prude. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to go sleep with somebody just to sleep with somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me to really be experimental and talk about this is fine but experimenting in real life you've got to have like a commitment with me you've got to make me feel comfortable but I think that person has to be dominant because I don't know that I would start it yeah but I sure as fuck will finish it (laughs) (laughs) me and your mom actually had a conversation about this I was like Corey's like I'm gonna have all these one night stands like I'm gonna fuck these dudes and both of us were like no you're not (laughs) no I'm a big shit talker like 100% I talk a lot of mad shit and I and a lot of the shit that I talk is sexual because I'm a very that is a very sexual person you were gonna say it I was <laughs> not like that I speak very sexually and it takes people aback because me and you are open we're a lot alike and that's why we can talk about the things that we do but people in general are very private and very prudish mm-hmm. they don't want to talk about it they keep their sex life to them and which is fine I don't say like I'm not going to walk up to a stranger and be like I like anal because that's <laughs> I got railed last night <laughs> give me tequila and I might I have one time <laughs> sorry this is totally... camp. <laughs> I shoved a flute up my <laughs> just kidding but we were at a concert and tequila for me brings out a whole other ball game I don't think you're alone in that <laughs> I think if you have people who don't know me and see me on tequila are like, what the fuck is wrong with this? I've never seen you on tequila. You don't want to. (laughs) I've seen you on whiskey. You got my whiskey tits. Yes, I did. I saw her boobies. (laughs) I flashed her with a picture. It's fine. I was like, oh, okay. Um, This is why I don't drink because I let my my freak flag fly. But we were walking out of a concert and I guess I was, I don't remember this, but I was yelling that I like anal and I just was doing shit and my sister was mortified and I felt so bad the next day I was like I'm sorry like all these dudes are following behind you like hey hey so this is why if I'm drinking tequila it is a very controlled situation (laughs) controlled environment (laughs) oh yes okay you're number four the gun scene and hunting Adeline we had been talking about gun scenes and we knew that it was going to be um in this book because I had seen things being talked about and stuff and I had never read a gun scene. You read Den of Vipers where mm-hmm. there was a gun scene involved and you were not in love with it and no. I didn't know how I was going to feel because I've never read it. Yeah, I think it was the book itself though. Like, yeah. I've talked a lot of shit on Den of Vipers. It was like, the smut was class A except with Diesel that just got weird. Yeah. But the storyline wasn't there for me. That's, yeah. that's what, well, maybe we'll cover it one day but yeah, that's 
the first gun experience that I had. So mm-hmm. I was like, eh. But in this book, it was way different. Oh, did was you that your that? belly? That was my throat. <laughs> it's like, go in me. <laughs> Jesus. I can't even. <laughs> Anyways, this scene got me hot and bothered. This book is so not, it's the non-consensual consensual. Mm-hmm. So he's essentially forming, no, not forming, um, pushing it on her, even though she's saying no. But holy but it's consensual. fuck. Mm-hmm. She's wet. There she likes being scared. Mm-hmm. She definitely has that love for the fear. And he knows that. Uh-huh. And this scene to me was just immaculate. Like, I was chirping when I read it. And I texted you right uh-huh. after I read it. And I was like, just read the gun scene. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go get in the shower now. Yeah. Like, bye. Because like, you had read this book before I did. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were scared to read it. Because you're like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. And you're like... This whole book had me fucking chirping. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm adding this. I'm sorry. The gun scene and the fucking mirror scene was Aiden Addy. Oh, yeah. You talked about that scene all the time. I think I have a thing for mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see it's, it. It's pulling out now that we're talking about it. <laughs> you said pulling out. Don't pull out, please. Let me come no. first. Well, you need to pull out. No, no babies. Condoms, dude. Oh. Condoms. Fuck that shit. <laughs> well, I don't got safe that. sex, kids, because I don't. <laughs> You do, because you're on birth control. That's true. So I have to say those two scenes were my number four. They both had me chirping, and this book was amazing for it, which you already talked about the theater. There was just so much. I haven't talked about the theater yet. Oh, shit. I ruined it. (laughs) It's coming. All right, number three. So we both have the same number three, and it is in Hades with the double vaginal penetration. Can I tell you... I do not physically understand how you can fit two dicks in a vagina. Especially with the way that Tate described these said dicks. Like, how are they, <laughs> how, like, like, are they, like, right? But how are they, like, this? But, like, and, like how do you get their bodies? Like, how, I don't, unless one's, like, down here and one's, like, <laughs> and then you're going in. Like, how do you do are this? Are we doing the full, like, yeah, show? Like, <laughs> like, like, they would have to be so smushed up against each other. You gotta be comfortable with your sexuality, you man. You got to be comfortable with your sexuality. But... <laughs> No matter the way that you do it, it was fucking hot. This whole series, the MK and the Hades series, are so hot. It was Zed and Cass, right? Zed, Cass, and Gumdrop. But Gumdrop was the one that was... Getting a blowjob. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And it, so it was Cass and Zed that mm-hmm. were DPing. Because Zed was in and Cass goes... She was teasing Cass during the whole scene. And he was like, Zed, are you comfortable with your sexuality? He's like, yeah, man. And put it in. And they were on like the velvet couch in uh-huh. the club. And I... I got in the shower real quick. If you haven't listened to him all, hot. when I say get in the shower, I mean go masturbate real quick. Cause God, that's our code word. Why are you cringing? I'm being honest. That's a bad word. Masturbation. I flicked my bean. How is that a bad word? That's more cringy than like. I flicked my bean. She. Flicked I tickled the my bean. fancy. I got myself off. What else do you want? Me like to she say? rubbed her clitoris. Anyways, double vaginal penetration. Why are all of these things that I would never do in real life, but it got me chirping? 100%. I was just thinking this because... (laughs) 
I'm really getting personal. <laughs> like, I'm really getting personal, like very in my sexual shit right now. You read about threesomes, foursomes in this book. Would I ever do it in real life? Hell no. But could you imagine having a threesome? And that means the double set of hands, double sets of mouse, two penises, like give it all. <laughs> I got two holes. Let's go. You got I'm three. just kidding. Oh, you're right. But I would only use two. I'm not a, mm-mm. but I would never do that in real life. I would never, I'm not a person that shares, nor would I want two people involved mm-hmm. with me. That's between me and a partner, but it's fun to think about. Right. <laughs> but I do have, you have hands that we could play. <laughs> Okay, number two. This is my number two is the movie theater scene in Hunting Haunting Adeline mm-hmm. with Zayda and Addie. Again, not a scene with sex, but holy fucking shit. I read this scene twice. That's how good it was. <laughs> They're at Mark's house and they go wandering off during an event and they find a movie theater and they go into the movie theater. They're the only ones in there. And there's a horror movie playing, which we, at this point we know Addie gets fucking horny over scary shit. Mm-hmm. She likes like mm-hmm. the thrill and the fear. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting in his lap and he starts like touching her and stuff. And so she turns and looks at him and he stops and he forces her head back to the screen and says, you do not take your eyes off of this screen. And I'm just like, and so he just gets her off while she's watching a fucking horror movie. And I don't understand why it was as hot as it was, but it was so fucking good. I have to agree. It was this so good to me, though. But, like, this one didn't chirp me as much as, like, the mirror scene. But yeah. same here. Right. Like, mirror like, scene didn't do it as much. This is funny because you have your kinks and I have my kinks. <laughs> and we pulled different shit from the same fucking book. Yeah. This one was hot to me. It got me chirping. But I can't say it was my favorite. I was waterfalling. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I hey. love it. <laughs> it literally so this just their relationship though their dynamic yeah yeah and that is a big thing with these books is how's the dynamic i could have read this in some other book and it wouldn't have been as hot Mm -hmm. because the story didn't have zade and addy in it it was Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's the big thing is like how it is just the way that they are with each other like she was telling herself that she didn't want him but she fucking wanted daddy's aid so bad Mm -hmm. yeah agreed what's your number two the words but i need your help because i totally it's been about a year since i've read this what's his fucking name phoenix (laughs) i had to i was like i almost said atlas (laughs) we're all fucked up i've read 64 books this year so (laughs) that tells you where i'm at um i have two from this book this book did it for me um my first one is number two out of this book would have to be the club scene. They fuck in a club and we still have had a whole conversation about how the fuck did because it's fucking giraffe legs. Like <laughs> he's like spread he's like this, like fucking her because she's what five foot. So that's like me with a six foot two dude trying to fuck in the club. Like you'd have to be on your fucking tippy toes. Like get you a stool. Maybe she his a stool. stool is his dick. <laughs> how would he fuck? She's standing on his dick. She's that sitting on it. Oh. So she her legs aren't even touching the ground. She's just like. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants too. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the one. I remember. Fuck. But. 
them. So it's like, that's why, I mean, unless he gets like, he's really squatting, but then his legs are going to hurt. So you have to have thighs of steel. But this, that scene got me chirping. But my number one, my number two actual from this, because there were two scenes scenes in in one, was the tour bus scene. Yes. You fucking love that scene. It's the domination thing again. Yes, I think that is something that is a must. If you cannot dominate me in the bedroom, get the fuck out of my life because I'm <laughs> wasting my time. Yeah, you're wasting my time and my fucking juices. <laughs> I'm crying. Stop trigger fucking legs. <laughs> we gotta stop laughing because I'm gonna pee. But when he literally pushes her onto the table and just fucking goes to pound town. It was legit. Like that's, that's it. That's, that's the dream. (laughs) Yeah. If you can't. And I remember in the podcast, I said, I want a man that will do that to me. And I'm not, I'm still looking for that man to fucking dominate me. Like fucking just shut, just do it. That was almost a year ago. Y'all. We're starting to take applications. You have to pass the test by me, her sister, and her mom, though. Can you do it? I don't know. No, no, but no. then once you pass that test, then we'd really have to test it. Speaking of your mom, she just liked our Facebook. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, you have to pass their test, but then you have to pass the fucking test. Mm-hmm. They're both really important things. I feel so bad for my family members that listen to this. I am so sorry. If you don't know I'm a fucking freak, you're going to know now. I don't feel bad. <laughs> you should know better. <laughs> You've known me my whole life. <laughs> Do they know you, though, from the sex side? I don't know. My mom knows everything. My mom does, too. I'm just saying, like, certain other people. I don't people. think my mom listens. I think my mom gets the clips that we play, and then every time she plays it, we're sitting at the table or something, or we're sitting on the couch, and she has it so fucking loud, and I'm just like, oh, oh and then, and then, my little brother's 11. He fucking found our TikTok. <laughs> yeah, guys. My, my stepkids found our YouTube. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> about the office? Oh, that's this what I bitch. Would, oh. This fucking bitch that's what the I was other about day. So, we have Pandora and Spotify at our office, okay? If a patient's listening to Pandora, we have to switch to our Spotify. And it's logged into my Spotify. Not the best idea, as we learned. Yeah. This bitch goes outside to fucking play our podcast. It starts fucking streaming through the goddamn office. Like, it's like, warning. <laughs> this podcast is solely based on smut books. Like, really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> Talk about a panic attack. At least it wasn't, like, her or I saying, like, fuck me. Like, fuck I with like this. Anal. Or pussy. Or that. <laughs> like, really? Really? My- Bad. Yeah, you're bad. I asked everybody and no one said that they heard it. So let's just hope no patients heard it. Well, I think all the patients in the office were either really old or had headphones on. <laughs> so I'm hoping we're good. Fingers Ever crossed. Um, complaints yet? So we're gonna keep it that way. No more. All right, my number one scene for the year. It is a novella. Your dad will do by Katie Roberts. Holy fucking shit. This entire book is smut from beginning to end. And the premise of the book is she finds out that her fiance is cheating on her. She gets pissed off, leaves, and goes straight to his dad's house. And she wants revenge. And he finds out that he cheated on her, and he's like, let's do this. And they seriously spend all, like, 48 hours fucking. And, like, it's 
in the living room where he's recording it and she's like watching herself on the phone. It's in the kitchen in front of a big ass window when the neighbors are outside. They go upstairs, they're fucking in the bed and he's like, his back is to the door but she can see the door and he fucking ex-fiance walks in and she doesn't stop him. She just stares him in the face while she's fucking his dad. Dude, this book, whoo! It was Ready? chirping. I need to read it still so I don't have any commentary to chirping. say. But from that, yeah. I think I'm going to go home and read it. It's so good. And it's a quick read because it's short. Okay, so maybe I need to read it. Really so I, I don't know goal. how I feel about the second one. I'm going to still read it, but it's gifting yeah. me to his best friend or something like that. I mean, okay, not my thing, but... I've it might be in it, a book. I've heard it's a good book, so... I'm like, it might be. You never know until you try it. That's the thing is, like, same thing with certain books. Like... You could read the synopsis and be like, eh. but yeah. then you read it and it it turns out to be one of your favorite books. Mm-hmm. Just because you liked it doesn't mean I'm going to like it and yeah. vice versa. I think we've pretty much liked all of our, each other's books. So. Yeah, I don't think there's been one. I'm Priest. In, oh, yeah, Priest. That's, I'm I think interested to see what you think of Den of Vipers, too. I really yeah. am. I kind of want to reread it, though, because that was when I was, like, first getting into smut books. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was dark and crazy, mm-hmm. but I hadn't really Delved. dived into that world yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I should probably reread it and see how I feel about it now. You should. Because then we could cover it. We're going to read it together. Yeah, let's do oh it. Oh, my God. Triple T. Okay. <laughs> okay. I watched my chicks this week. So it's on my mind. I think I need to, I hope after we're done recording for the year that I can get into reading again because I'm like in a complete slump, but I'm also very scared. This is our last episode of the year. Sad. It's crazy. But yes, same. Okay. My number one. I have a lot to say about this scene because I'm pissed off about it. (laughs) So we are going to be covering Credence in the first of the year. That's going to be our first episode for the year. This is a taboo book. It's not for everybody. And if you can't get into it, you're missing the fuck out because Penelope Douglas covered this perfectly. Mm -hmm. The way they wrote this was spot on. They are my favorite author. I love Pen. Love, love, love Pen. They write it in such a way that's... All of their books is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I didn't care that much for Trice. I agree. That was the only one, but the female for me, the female female, was hard for me. See, that wasn't the part of the book that bothered me. It was that every single one of their books is like twist a or something right. crazy happens. Mm-hmm. And in Trice, there just wasn't that. Mm-hmm. It was good, and I'm... It's my least favorite of hers, but at the same point, I still love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I support them no matter what. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. This scene. Okay, <laughs> so since we haven't covered this book, if you haven't read it, it's taboo. It's essentially cousins, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> they from Alabama. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. That was really mean. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. It was not me this time. Fucking A, because I'm always the one that says fuck that shit. I know. Sorry. <laughs> so, I'm ashamed. <laughs> We've said worse. So, sorry, guys. But the threesome in this book. Yes. Like I said, a threesome in a book, to me, is fucking delicious. In real life, I would never do a threesome. <laughs> I would never cross that boundary for myself. But this got me chirping so fucking hard. Like, out of any book I have read, ever. I was fucking Niagara Fallsing down my leg. <laughs> like, it, w- it hurt so bad. Like, I had a blue clit ready to fucking go. Like, <laughs> limp clit? Lim- no, blue no, clit. Blue clit. Blue clit. For sure. Like, 
And it starts out with them, like, taking care of each other, like, washing each other off. And Noah's like, please. And I love the worst person in the books. We all know this. Mm -hmm. So Caleb was my favorite, who's a mute during most of this book. And holy fuck. And Penelope Douglas has wrote multiple threesomes. Mm -hmm. This on a scene in Credence is hot. I mean, (laughs) corrupt. (laughs) This trumps it, dude. Like, holy mother of balls. If I had balls, they would have been ready to release right then and there. (laughs) Wet dream. Oh, no, it wasn't even a dream. It was wet reality. Like, (laughs) fucking get off now or else you're going to be exploded. (laughs) Yes. Like, I I was going to say what it was called. (laughs) I would not have scored it. But that, to me, was just whole... uh, I can't even put into words how much I loved that. Yeah. Like, I will never, ever forget how that book first made me feel. Like, you know the TikToks there where they're like, what's a book that you wish you could go back and reread for the first time again? That is it. That Mm -hmm. is the one scene I wish I could go back and reread on multiple times just so I could never lose the effect that that had on me. Yes. I'm excited to reread it because when I was living by myself with my kids in my apartment at nighttime when it was mom's time to read the kids would watch a movie or something while I read and it happened to be this scene (laughs) and so I'm reading and usually they would be like pretty good quiet like watching their movie but just so happens on this night as I'm reading this they're like mom mom crawling all over me so I it just ruined the scene for me and so I'm really excited to reread it and I'm going to do it with no children home so I can have that full wet experience I (laughs) I want you to and I'm currently rereading this since we're it's been a long time Mm -hmm. since we've been there um but I'm scared I'm really scared for myself to get to you haven't gotten to it yet almost I'm literally there and I'm scared. I'm excited. I'm scared because it's literally been a year and a half since I've had sex and I'm sitting here like, it's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, I better have the vibrator by then or else I'm going to be using a finger in a shower head. <laughs> Just stop at Dr. John's on your way home. <laughs> Just kidding. They sell them at Walmart. I don't. I couldn't walk into Walmart and then I'm going to run into freaking our doctor or something and be like, <laughs> Hey, how are you? This is awkward. This is more awkward than the <laughs> shit that comes out of your mouth. So, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I'm too, I'm, the funny thing is, is I'm a private person about certain things, but I'm not about what should be private. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it's, this one did it for me 100%. I'm ready for more though. Yeah. So, like we said, send us your top chirps of the year. We really want to hear them. I do. Seriously. I want to know. The other thing is, is how has it helped your sex life? Yeah. I want to know that because for me, when I was, I got really big into reading when COVID came because I fell out of it because I couldn't find books and I got back into it while I was still in a shitty relationship and I, when I could, it helped me, mm-hmm. but it's also helped me in general. So whoever is the next one's going to love it because it's going to be fucking great. But <laughs> I want to know how has it helped? And is your partner supportive of it? Mm-hmm. Because I got a lot of shit talked on me for reading as much as I did. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck because it still made me wet and you got your dick wet. So shut up. Just, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
but it's helped your sex life. Yeah, it has. I definitely feel like also though, like this is the first relationship I've been in that I've been totally comfortable, like yeah. being completely open about that part of my mm-hmm. life. And it's been that way since like from the get go. Yeah. And I feel like that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I read something or like he reads something or thinks about something, like we just immediately bring it to each other and we're like, yeah, or no. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we're totally open and honest about it. And it's, it's good. It's really I know what good. she's doing after we leave. No, I'm going to have a step child with us. Just kidding. She's getting kid. cock-blocked. Tonight, though. <laughs> and there it is. So, again, this is going to be the last one for the year. So I hope you guys have the happy holidays and a good New Year's. And we will be back in 2023. Holy shit. That's going to be like about our year anniversary. I think we started in like February or April. We're going to tell you guys, but we're getting there. Yeah. How crazy is that? That is insane. That? And watching the podcast go from where we started to where it is now. If you start on episode one, I'm fucking sorry. Yeah, like, it was bad. It was a so shit bad. show. <laughs> that was not saying we're not shit shows now, but we're, we're a, little a little bit more organized yeah. of a shit show. Yeah. Kind of. Ish. So if you started from episode one and you're still listening today, thank you. Like watching to see how much we've grown over the past, you know, 10 months or whatever it's been. Mm -hmm. It's been really rewarding and cool. Mm -hmm. It has been. So thank you guys. And I hope that we continue just growing. And if you love us, please share us because it's so fun. And if there's something you don't love about us, tell Tell us. Really? We love constructive criticism. <laughs> we want it to be the most enjoyable for our listeners. Yeah. But also, we're going to be authentic to ourselves and don't listen to us in public. Yeah. No. no. I don't recommend that. If, if one of your recommendations is to stop being so vulgar, you're on the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't wash my mouth for nobody. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do with this mouth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm done. All righty, guys. So when we come back in the new year, we're going to be releasing our episodes bi-weekly. Um, we will keep you guys updated for upcoming episodes on our Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. So give us a small, a small o. Give us a small o, man. <laughs> I need to stop my brain. We've been talking about smut this whole podcast. That's so, what the podcast is about. Yeah, but we typically have a story with it, not just the fucking. And we have been talking a lot about the fucking stuff. So, mm-hmm. so give us a follow at smutsluts.bookpodcast. And next time we will finally be covering Credence by Penelope Douglas. Yes. And also we do have a YouTube channel if you want to watch us interact while we record our episodes. <laughs> you can subscribe to our channel at Smuts Club. Smut period book podcast. It's all one word. Thank you guys so much for listening. And keep it kinky, Smut Sluts. We will see you next time. Bye.